Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Good morning, it's Lindsay. Welcome to episode 10. How are you doing today? This is a bit of a monumental thing, really. I've reached 10 episodes in my first season. That's so exciting. I didn't even know I was going to be doing seasons. But anyway, that's the way it's gone. So thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening. So grateful that you are here and hopefully experiencing your magical midlife, which is cool. So today I'm going to talk about something which I learned from horse training. Now, as you all know, if you've been listening to any of this, I have been very wrapped up since uh, getting my horse last September in a whole new world, which was so much more than I imagined, um, which has sent me through all sorts of hoops and tested out my fear instinct and my courage and thoroughly enjoying it. But it was more than I bargained for. Anyway, so today I wanted to share something that I'd learned through a trainer who I really enjoyed listening to and watching called Warwick Schiller. And I'm hoping I might actually get his wife as a guest one day too on the podcast. Because so one of the things that Warwick Schiller has talked about, he talks about destination addiction. Now, in the terms of horses, I'm only going to do the horse bit briefly, don't worry. Um, In terms of horses, that basically means riding from point A to point B and being so focused on point B that you actually don't really think about how you're riding and any communication and your, you know, how you're working your horse, etc. And it made me think, because I'm like, well, hold on a minute, that's just like goal setting, isn't it? Don't we just run from goal A to goal B or point A to point B? And we set all these goals for ourselves, but we don't actually think about how it's going um, on the journey. And then we don't really acknowledge it once we got there. So if any of you have seen on Facebook, because I got a a huge response of congratulations to my last Facebook post. So thank you very much for that. Really, really appreciate all the support. And I put up this uh, picture of my certificate of um, qualifying for my energy medicine and shamanic coach certification. And the reason that made me think so much about goal setting is for years, I've taught goal setting courses, I've been on goal setting courses, coming from the corporate world, come from spiritual world, all sorts of different, you know, permutations on goal setting. And yet, still this destination addiction really made me think. Because the thing that was really different about this course that I've just done, which lasted over a year, because I was doing so much self study beforehand, and then onto the, the, like the actual talk stuff. When I entered into this, it actually wasn't about the goal. And for me, that's really unusual because I'm a bit of a goal setting fanatic or I've been weaning myself off goal setting. So I don't know if that is the same for you. I have heard, let's say, from a little bird, i.e. many clients and lots of other people who, who tend to be ambitious, I guess, are the ones who tend to goal set like crazy people and go for one thing after the other and actually achieve them. So that's really cool. So sometimes we forget to celebrate. I don't know. Do you ever celebrate? Do you ever congratulate yourself for actually achieving what you set out to achieve? Because that's a bit of a tough one. People are like, oh, I don't want to boast. Yeah, go on, boast. You've achieved something. Now, that's really cool. Um, 
So when you set out to reach a goal, A, we forget to celebrate when we've actually hit it. Um, B, we often don't even realize we've actually hit it. And so there's a question that we have in NLP coaching, and it's how will you know you've achieved that goal? What will you see, hear and feel differently or be doing differently so that you know you've actually achieved that goal? Because so often we just like we'll cruise through the finishing line and then we'll just keep going like, uh, hello, did you notice you actually reached a goal? (laughs) So the destination addiction concept I really like because it just means that you're going from thing to thing to thing to thing and you actually are completely unconscious of what you're experiencing on the journey. So I guess it's, I know it's like that, the sort of the Facebook meme or Instagram meme or whatever social media you're on, which is, you know, stop and smell the flowers, stop and smell the roses. So it's a bit like that. Now, what was fascinating for me about doing the shamanic course was, as I say, at no stage was I actually focused on the outcome. And it was different because it was hugely relaxing um because you go through so much emotional stuff because of course you've got to do all of your own kind of inner work on the journey you're in this world of um almost like a fog that's the best way to describe it and thankfully we had the covid lockdown so i didn't actually have to function too much outside of the course and family life but of course we were all, you know, within the four walls and not doing too much else. So thank heavens that this course happened when it did. Can't believe that's not all divine timing and the way it all should have worked out anyway. So very grateful for that because I don't know that I actually could have functioned in the real world at the same time. So apologies, by the way, for the last year, if you've tried to have a conversation with me and it's all been very odd because that's probably why, because I was in this fog of having no direction and it's weird. I've got to be honest with you. It's it's very weird to have no direction. And like a to-do list. I think I've made a to-do list like a couple of times a month. <laughs> Again, I mean, I've, I've got pages and pages and books of to-do lists because I couldn't even function without a to-do list before. Anyway, so the point of what I'm talking about today is really when you when you're setting goals or when you're thinking about goals... And I've heard people say at the moment, like, well, you know, I've kind of achieved what I wanted in my career. I've got my family. The kids are growing up. And now I've got this next phase. And I don't really know what I want to do with it. So I haven't really got a goal. And it's a little bit frightening. You kind of feel like you're on this island going, I don't know which direction to go next. And it's hugely exciting and kind of terrifying at the same time. Yeah, I think the the really common goals that people talk about or deadlines, they're not even goals, they're deadlines. So there's one when COVID ends, when lockdown lifts, when I retire, when the kids leave, when school finishes and when I lose weight. And apparently all of these things are going to cause a miraculous change in our life. So have you got your hopes pinned on any of those? Because I think that's, that's quite funny. Because I'm not sure what's going to be completely different. Like, it's as if we're going to be struck by lightning and everything's going to be okay when we reach that deadline. Uh, not, I don't think that's quite the case. So I guess I'm really thinking about, so what 
will you do between now and that deadline? Because that's really the important thing. Isn't that living the magical midlife? It's how you, I guess you set yourself up to be different in order to reach that deadline. So one of the um, people I've been working with recently, she was saying, well, I'll start my business. I've just got to wait for my youngest child to go to university. And once my child's gone to university, then, you know, my business, I can really focus on it and it'll be cool. But I've only got a little bit longer before she goes. Now, being totally within that position right now, and my second one is about to move away from home and follow his dreams, which I'm hugely excited about it for him and dreading the day that he actually walks out of the house and I wave goodbye um, because I don't know when he's coming back. Depends on how it all goes. And so one of the things I actually said to her was, well, hold on a second, because if you are delaying everything and starting your business until after she goes, how do you think you're going to feel after she actually walks out the door? Do you really think that's the most resourceful time to start trying to come up with something new and creative? You know, you're going to be grieving that she's gone. And I'm not saying she's dead, obviously, but there is going to be a shift in your household. There's going to be a shift in the energy. And I don't really think it's fair. Well, I certainly, having been through it with my oldest going to university, there was no way on this earth I could have created anything beautiful as soon as he left. Oh my goodness, I was in bits, forget that. And I don't know if you've had the same thing, like when your first one leaves, it's it's an issue. When your second one leaves, I don't know, I'm crossing that bridge when I get to it in a few weeks. Um, and then for for my friend, lady, colleague to say, when my youngest goes, um, then I'll start my business. So I guess what I'm saying in this is, what is it that you're doing now in order to prepare for that day? Because whilst you're in this comfort of everyday life, of still having the kids around, of still um, being in the COVID lockdown, of still feeling like you've got to lose the weight, of still, you know, all those other stuff, still, still planning for the summer. Whilst you're in this moment now, what can you do differently that will make the transition after that, you know, fictitious deadline line in the sand you'll already be living it. I guess it also comes down to that fake it till you make it kind of thing. That, yeah, if you're doing now what it is you want to be doing after that deadline, and I'm doing, you know, fingers in the air deadline, because it's sort of a deadline, then you're focusing on the only thing that you can control. And the the only thing that you can control is now and what you're doing today. And so, even by doing some, maybe some planning about what you think you could be doing or what steps you could be taking for after that deadline, I'm fairly sure if you start to do some of that planning and you've got some bullet points or to-do list or however it is you like to do your planning, some of that you could be doing now, which means you're already taking steps to your goal and you're already, but you're also focusing on the here and now, which actually is the most important thing. So when I was thinking about today's podcast, episode 10, did I mention episode 10? I did some, I actually used some of the shamanic training I had and journeyed into the energy of how the different words feel. So one of them I just set, I just sort of journeyed 
which is basically it's almost like a meditation. If you're not familiar with it, that's really what it is. You meditate on a specific problem or on the energy of a specific problem. So I actually experimented and said, okay, I'm going to journey into the specific energy of a goal. And the first thing, the first vision that came up very quickly was just a pair of running shoes, um, like trainers, obviously, for the English language, and a running track and and the finishing line. Because when you run a race, you set a goal, it's as clear as finishing, you know, running over the finishing line. And once you cross that finishing line, then you're done. You know, that's that goal done. Then I journeyed into the word destination because, as I say, there was something about what Warwick Schiller said about destination addiction. It just felt destination kind of feels good. Not traveling, unfortunately. Um, That will feel good. But it was the destination addiction. It's as if we were totally focusing on the end goal. So that's why it felt different somehow than just setting a goal. So I journeyed into destination and the picture that came up was unpacking a suitcase. Nice. That means you've arrived, right? And then I journeyed into destination addiction. And what came up was the unpacking of a suitcase and then the repacking and then unpacking and repacking. But the thing is, it got faster and faster and faster and nothing actually happened in between. So it became almost like I'm not going to say negative energy, but it became an all-consuming energy. And so with working with these metaphors, which it, when you're working with energy medicine, you're working with metaphors of a problem a lot. Uh, working with the metaphor of these words, that idea of packing and unpacking all the time, but without actually doing anything in between, is that a metaphor for when you're going for a goal and actually you you set out and you go for the goal and then you stop and then you go for the next goal and then you stop. But you never actually do anything about having reached your goal. And I think that's the part that I would question because what's the point of reaching the goal, I guess? So I don't know what you think about that. I know at the moment it's really... It's a really funny time because we've had time to plan, we've had time to think, but we've also had the, you know, we keep having the sort of the the carpet, the rug pulled from under our feet because deadlines keep changing and we've got no say on that. So I guess the purpose of what I'm talking about today is really, I guess, to encourage you to look at what you can do now. What can you start taking action on now that will make a difference when you come out of the other side of lockdown of COVID. Now, if you're in England, I know you just had it extended for another month. However, there are still a lot of things opening up. So you're in a position whereby you can start changing stuff. And same thing here in Canada, things are changing, but there's no guarantee that things aren't going to be, you know, locked down again or restricted again. I mean, goodness me, I hope not, because we're all fed up with it. But This is hopefully to help your sanity and to also allow you to look back at what's happened for you over the last, let's say, year, 18 months. Has anything changed within you? Have any of your goals changed? Have any of your expectations changed? Have you become any more forgiving of yourself or of letting things go? You can be more accepting of who you are now and where you are now.
And I guess that's really my take on destination addiction is how do you cure yourself of that so you can be free of it? Because any sort of addiction is a hold over you. So when your goals and your destinations have more of a hold over you than they provide a benefit or enjoyment, then I guess that's when they become a negative rather than an ambitious, driven positive, if you like. Anyway, yeah, I guess I'll end it there today. I would love to hear feedback or questions or thoughts. And also, if you've had any thoughts or any bits you've really enjoyed about the podcast for the last 10 episodes, please let me know because I'm going to take a break next week and then I'm going to come out with season two. Um, and I'm going to break this down into 10 uh, episode chunks because it feels like a good thing to do. But if there's any particular direction you want me to go on for the next one, then let me know. Because this first 10 was a real like dipping my toe in the water and seeing how this podcast business is going to go. And really enjoyed doing it. So I hope you've enjoyed being with me. The response has been awesome and so grateful for that. So please let me know. Come over and visit on my website at soulfuladventureliving.com, um, lindsaydeswart.ca, or come over to Facebook. Soulful Adventure on Facebook or Lindsay DeSort on Facebook. And you can text me, message me, email me, whatever. I just love to have the feedback, love to hear from you. And I will leave it there. So I hope you have a fantastic day and I will see you in the next season. Take care. Thanks a lot. Bye. <laughs>